Hey Chit Chatters, welcome to another episode of Life and Business Coaching for Millennials. In today's episode, I'm chatting with a good friend of mine, Nicole Vivieros. Nicole is the owner and founder of The Donut Shack. Who does not love donuts? Can I get an amen to that? Yes! Nicole started The Donut Shack because she was looking for a vegan gluten and dairy-free option that would help her and other people. So she was really meant to serve this amazing donut for all the people. In this episode, she's talking about her journey, her passion, how she actually made the donut shack. Can't wait for you to listen. Let's dive into this episode. Are you a millennial who's struggling to find more purpose? Do you feel confused when you think about what you're created to do here? Do you waste time on job search engines searching for a better fit? Do you often feel unfulfilled with what you're doing on a day-to-day basis? Well, you don't have to feel that way anymore. Welcome to the Life and Business Coaching for Millennials, a safe space where people from all walks of life can come together to learn, grow, and transform. My name is Jose Miguel Longo, and I'm your host. Life and Business Coaching for Millennials is a place where diversity is celebrated and encouraged, where we can have open, honest conversations about uncovering your purpose in business, feeling more joy in your life, and ultimately finding more happiness and success. I look forward to having meaningful conversations and coaching sessions that will help you explore life, career options, be inspired, fueled, and fulfilled with laughter. It's time to chit chat with Jose Miguel. Let's dive in. Hey, Nicole, welcome to another episode of Life and Business Coaching for Millennials. I'm so glad that we finally found the time to chat. I'm super excited for you to be here. Me too. Thanks for having me. I'm glad we finally were able to get together. (laughs) I know, I know. But I wanted to make sure that the momentum that you've had with launching your amazing donut shack people can grab onto, but I think the story behind it is really what sparks, for me at least, what I want my listeners to hear, but I think your story is amazing. So if you can tell people, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and um, how did the Donut Check get started? So it, it can be a very long story, but I'll give sort of the short version. Right now in my life, I work as a project manager in the construction industry. And I have always had a desire to open a bakery that tends to people with allergies because I myself have a dairy allergy and my niece has a peanut allergy and I know a lot of people with gluten allergies. So that's always kind of been something that I wanted to do. And back in all the way back in 2013 is when I started putting a plan together. Like, okay, I'm going to quit my day job. I'm going to do this. I'm going to open this bakery. And at the time I was making carrot cakes for Christmas presents just for friends because people liked it and it was something that I was good at. And of course I never took that step, right? Because it's hard to start your own business. Mm-hmm. And it's terrifying because you don't know how it's going to work out. So I was like, yeah, this is a cool idea, but I'm just going to keep working for someone else. So that went on for it's 2020 now, so seven years. <laughs> And I finally, at the beginning, 
or let's say at the end of 2019, I left a company that had a very toxic workplace and a toxic boss and I was done with it. So at the beginning of 2020, I was not looking for another corporate job because after leaving that toxic workplace, I was kind of just done with the whole thing. And I really wanted to finally take the step in doing something for myself and working for myself. And then I saw Kathy Heller in her 2020 vision challenge and joined that and waited until the absolute very last day to join her challenge or to join her online program. And honestly, if I didn't join that program, I probably wouldn't be where I am right now. Um, but when I did join her program, I still had no idea what I wanted to do. I was lost. Like I started, when I started that program, I wanted to start something with my carrot cakes. So I started doing that and getting into it because that's what I had going for me in 2013. So I was like, let me just pick this back up. And then, you know, the limiting beliefs start kicking in and then all these other ideas start kicking in and you're listening to everyone else's ideas and you're like, oh, that's good. I could do that. Or, oh, that's great. I could do that. And when you're good at so many different things or when you want to explore all of these different avenues, um, let's say, for example, hosting retreats or one of the ideas that I had was adult Girl Scouts because I was a Girl Scout as a kid and I liked that idea and I'm adventurous and I, want, I knew that there were other people that still wanted to be in the Girl Scouts, air quotes, mm -hmm. but as adults. Yeah. And then it was just so overwhelming and I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't know what I want to do. I'm just going to go back to you know, the corporate world, back to work and kind of give up on my dream. Right. I think everybody kind of goes through that. So at that point, it was probably mid-February and the world started crumbling with the onset of COVID. Yeah. Um, and I had taken sort of a step back and started working for the company that I'm at now, which is a new day job, but also still in construction management. That's where I am now. And it's a great company, but I'm using it as a stepping stone right now just to have, you know, that steady income. Um, and I guess it's like a safety net for me, right? So the, I, I don't know how to explain this. So the, it, so from going to being so multi-passionate, to finally taking a step towards what I'm doing now, which is the donut shack, I kind of had to allow myself to allow myself to forgive myself for not being able to do all of those things at once, right? Because when you feel like that, you know, being a being a Capricorn and being a project manager, I think that I can do everything all the things at once, <laughs> right? Like I can manage these projects for work. Why can't I manage all of these different projects in my life? But the truth is, um, it's something that some of us call octopusing, 
where you're like reaching for all of these different things, but you're not going anywhere because you're reaching in two different directions or eight different directions, right? So you have to just choose one. And it sounds crazy when you want to do so many different things and you're like, I can't just choose one because then I'm leaving this other thing behind. But really you're not because you're just kind of like, it's going to go with you and you can always pivot to that if you need to. Or you can always start one thing and then once that, once you have that, you know, self-sufficient, you can start a new thing. So it was July 10th of this year and I was sitting on my couch and I was like, okay, I need to do something. I'm now I'm trying to come up with a name because I had already decided that I'm going to do these donuts. So I talked to so many people to try and come up with a name and I'm just sitting on the couch and I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to call it the donut shack. Like I'm not going to come, I'm not going to try and like waste all of this time and all of this energy on coming up with this big fancy name that has all of this meaning behind it and, and everything. I'm just going to call it the donut shack because I don't have the energy or the mental capacity right now to waste my time on something so small. Right. All right. Yeah. Or even to like go down that rabbit hole that can take you and lose endless numbers of hours trying to figure out what should I call the damn thing. And it did. It took weeks. (laughs) I was like on this name thing for weeks. I mean, let's see. I talked to uh, Jennifer Liss. She was helping me. I talked to. I feel like you did a poll at one time, didn't you? Do a I did. Yeah. I did. I did. A I remember that. I remember that. It was just exhausting, and I'm like, "What am I doing?" <laughs> and I literally have I have a shed outside of my house, so I'm like, "The donut shack. That's going to be my shack, and that's actually where I sell my donuts." So it kind of works, and it works, and it's catchy. It's sticks and it's easy and it, I don't have to think about it. And then I had a really cool design made by Sadie Simper. Yes, I saw that. That was super cool. Yeah, she's really brilliant. Well. So you get to this point where something lights up that light bulb, right? This light bulb goes off and you decide to go with the donut idea. You decide to put aside your other passions, right? but you really are invested in this idea of, I want to make gluten-free, vegan-free, dairy-free donuts to share with the world. At what point in that period of time from July till, I guess maybe not even July, it might've actually been earlier where you were still stuck Mm -hmm. in making it happen to just say, I'm going to keep my day job because I know that's going to give me the money that I need to get this going. But Mm -hmm. also you kind of found your self-awareness to not spend so much energy on all the things that you know you couldn't do in the moment. Right. How did you, yeah. I guess it, I guess I kind of had, uh, you know, on Jeopardy, not Jeopardy, uh, who wants to be a millionaire where they're like the 50, 50 thing where they X out two of your options. So it, it makes the decision easier for you. I think COVID kind of did that for me, right? Because I couldn't host retreats anymore. They weren't letting us get together. I couldn't do the Girl Scout thing because they weren't letting us even leave our 
our towns or our states. So in a way, it kind of helped me decide what I wanted to do to a certain extent. Um, but I think, the, I think the main thing was I told myself that I just had to solve one problem. What is the one problem that is most important to me right now that I can solve? And I really just wanted to eat donuts. And I can't, I can't eat the freaking donuts at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I have to tell you, though, I myself am not a donut eater, mostly because I get heartburn from them. And not that I'm a huge sweet person, but I do like chocolate. And when I, I was so excited to see that I got my donuts two days early. And to me, the, blue, the blueberry lavender was my favorite. Oh. But they were all so good. And never got any bit of heartburn at all. I think you just posted a pumpkin cheesecake. I was like, I need pumpkin cheesecake in my life right now. But it, it's amazing that you just took the time to think about what ultimately it was that you wanted to really solve. So it wasn't just about you. You knew you had a passion for baking. And I want to go back to the passion thing because I feel like, especially the audience listens to the podcast, we tend to pretend that we don't have passions and dreams and we harbor them. Mm -hmm. We put them in this box or in this part of the brain that we don't go back to very often. And when we're so either frustrated or sad or depressed or anxious or just pissed off at the world, we, we tend to open up that box and say, what if? What if I had just done this? What would it be like? What if I you know, took the turn to make that path of my life or career? What would it be like? And the thing that I always get surprised by is that I talk to so many people who always say to me, I have this idea, I wanna run it by you. And the idea is coming from a moment of passion and inspiration. You have to let your passion fuel you in the path that you wanna take. Even if you wanna do all the things, right? It doesn't mean that you can't make the donuts for your adult Girl Scout group. Right. Right. And it doesn't mean you can't host a retreat in 2021 for your adult Girl Scout group and make the donuts. Yes. Right. So like we have to be able, and you, and you said it there, like you didn't say permission, you said something else, but you have to give yourself the permission to try and be open to trying something who gives a shit what other people are going to think? Because it's not about other people, it's about you. You knew there was a problem that people were experiencing, meaning the, the allergy, the dairy, the gluten, right? And I think that's such a, I don't want to see a niche market, but it kind of is. People will try it because they want to try what that's like, but people who can't have the other stuff, hey, I'm in for that. Where can I get it? How do I buy it, right? So you have both elements of that. I don't have any of those things. I just like to eat, period. So what a better way to bring people together by food. So when you talk about being able to showcase your strengths, your passion, your values, and your skill, right, which are all things that are components to making an amazing kick-ass career, you still have that job that's paying the bills until you say, bye-bye. Bye, Felicia. Time to go. <laughs> Got to kick it up a notch, right? Exactly. What has the experience overall in the last two and a half months since launching the Donut Shack been like? It's been 
overwhelming and exhausting, but so amazing. Like, I can't tell you the amount of, the amount of people, um, the amount of people that just come in on a Saturday. So I'm only open Saturdays from eight to 12 right now, but it's nice because it creates that restraint. What's the word that I want to use? Not restraint. It creates that like that limit of like, I'm only open on Saturdays. So if you want, you have to come on a Saturday. You created that yes. essentially the demand of like, if you want this, you better come get it because it's one day only, once a week, certain time. Yeah, it's not something that you can just get every day. You have to, I don't want to say you have to plan for it, but it, it creates that need that like, I really, shoot, I don't know what the word is for it, but yes. I think, I mean, is it demand or is it like yeah. urgency? <sighs> It's like, it's going to drive me crazy now, not knowing what that word is. You'll think of it later and you'll be like, I will. I'll think of it later when I'm like doing nothing, sitting on the couch. (laughs) Um, But it was amazing last weekend, just seeing or hearing everyone saying, thank you so much because we're all gluten free and we can't find donuts anywhere around here. Or thank you so much. I'm dairy free or I'm allergic to dairy or I'm allergic to nuts. And you don't know how bad I've been wanting an apple cider donut for the past 10 years. Mm. Right. So it's like, I'm not a big crier, but it's like, Oh my God, it's just, it feels so good. And I think people, people and we're humans, right? It's in our nature, whether people, I'm not a people person. I think that's bullshit, right? We are humans and it's in our innate nature to want to help others. Regardless of how we do that, Regardless, if you serve people in a context where you're making food and you're bringing that to their life and they feel joy, or regardless, you're bringing them the opportunity to coach them like I do. Like I help people with their careers and figure out their path in their lives. And I help college students. Like the reward is always, thank you so much for that. I got this job or your donuts are amazing. I feel so fulfilled because I can, I couldn't have an apple cider donut in 10 years. Like that feeling no one can take away from you and yeah. then you know you did something right right it feels really good, <laughs> it feels good doesn't it it feels good yeah what what do you think now that you've started have you kind of like thought about okay what's next i created this amazing thing what is the next great thing that i'm going to do and then i'm not seeing it from the sense of you're obviously going to keep recreating donuts you have donuts for every season you have your classics but how do you take the donut shack to the next level? Yeah, that's something that you think about like before the donut shack even becomes a thing, right? Because you're like, I can't make money on freaking donuts. Like who's going to buy these donuts, right? And that's the thing that pops into your head. How do I make money with something? You need to kind of put that thought aside, even though the purpose of creating your own business is to make money, right? But you can't go from zero to a hundred. There has to be steps in between. So the next step for the donut shack is to create partnerships. And one of the things that I'm doing is going to be partnering with a local coffee shop, coffee shop, which is probably a few miles down the street. 
um, but they sell donuts from this place called PV Donuts, which is in Providence, which is about an hour from here. And they're really cool donuts. They have like cereal on top of them and they're like uh, those really big. Yeah, you have, they're shareable ones. You cut a piece and you have a piece of each one. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know how they taste because I could never freaking try them because uh, they have dairy in them. <laughs> <laughs> so um, another thing to really think about when you're, when you're starting a business, I guess, is to understand that there are more people like you than you think there are. Um, I think it was Greg from the Cheesecake Ninja said, I have these cookies that are $5 a piece, but I would never pay $5 for a cookie. Who in their right mind would pay $5 for a cookie? But he has people all the time paying $5 for a cookie. Exactly, right? I've done it. I know, me too. If you, if you see something you want, we pay for experiences and we pay for food. Exactly. Food consumption is something that people don't ever take into consideration. I mean, I'm a huge foodie and I'm like, oh, that looks amazing. I want that. Yeah, I know. So you have to kind of take yourself out of it as the customer sometimes. Um, but another big step to the donut shack is to have merchandise online and in the store. So I also make the face masks and I did that for a little while at the beginning of when COVID first started. So I bought this really cute donut fabric and I'm gonna make face masks so that I can sell in the donut shack. So that's just another thing um, that I'm doing. And I also ship nationwide, so that kind of helps with the exposure. And then there are a few other places, um, like there's this place closer to where I work, and I actually go there almost every day. They have plant-based food, like vegan lasagna which is amazing and vegan stuffed peppers which are amazing and I get like a smoothie almost every day because they're so good and I walked in there I think sometime last week and she had all of these cooler bags ready for her daily deliveries and I asked her where do you get those cooler bags because I need something like that so that it's easier for me to ship these vegan donuts that I make and she's like you make what <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I make vegan and gluten-free and nut-free nut donuts. And she's like, oh my God. She's like, I have been looking for somebody to make those so that I can sell them in my other shop down the street. And I'm like, no freaking way. Like the, <laughs> the universe works in such crazy ways. I almost didn't go to that store this morning. Not that, that morning. So next week I'm bringing her a dozen donuts so that she can try and give samples out. And we're going to work something out to try and sell donuts there. That's amazing. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's the power of community and mm -hmm. the ability to expand and connect your network. Like, I'm in New York and you're in Rhode Island, but it's not that far away, right? We could have crossed paths at some point. But you have this community of people online that you've created in relationships with. And sometimes you're afraid of our own community, right? I have to... Like, I just happened to have my neighbor down the road reach out to me with wanting to partner with her because she needed help with something. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And I never even thought about, like, 
oh, people that are in my backyard. And like, she sent me somebody else. So like, just in conversation, I'm like, why do we forget about that? I know. But especially like for you, like you're trying to create both worlds, this brick and mortar and this online place. And I think that people who oftentimes forget about the brick and mortar, especially in 2020, when so many things are closing, we have to support our community and we have to support the small businesses. And for me, I'm like, I'm always going to support a small business before I go to a big big pop-up shop or anything like that. Those are the people who keep this country alive in so many ways that we don't pay attention to it. So I was excited when you were like, I'm shipping donuts. And I'm like, can I get my hands on some? (laughs) (laughs) So what are some things that you would suggest as takeaways for the listeners that you ultimately found yourself in this journey over the last, you know, you talked about your story from when this started back in 2013 and here you are in 2020. We take a long time to sometimes give ourselves the courage and go lean in with, lean in with courage and eliminate some of the fear or even do it scared, right? To be able to do the things, but what are some of the things you would suggest to the people who are listening? So there are a few things. The, the, 20 seconds of courage is huge and it's like if you're thinking about what you want to do and it's great to make lists right you should see the amount of lists and charts and charlie day things that i have going on over here but (laughs) it takes that (laughs) it takes that 20 seconds of courage to just be like screw it i'm gonna try this yeah and if you fail good because that tells you that you either need to change something within the business that you want to do, or that business is just not right for the time right now. That doesn't mean that you can't go back to it. Yes. And I think people get scared of that and that people get stuck on that piece because I just had an episode where I did this link, not LinkedIn, um, resume building workshop and no one bought, bought it. Right. But people clicked on it. Like, I had over a thousand clicks to the website where people could have just hit the click to pay button. Yeah. No one bought it. And it was cheap, right? I'm like, why? I don't understand what's going on here. Why isn't this happening? And just wasn't ready for it. Like, I don't think it was the right audience. I think that people just because they like me, they may have saw it. Like, do you know what I'm saying? There's all those things, but I think people give up because it doesn't work. But you have to take that growth and allow you to succeed to the next level. So I love that you said that because it's not just coming from me, it's coming from somebody else who's living it. The other thing is consistency, which goes right along with that. You can't just put something out there once and expect it to be a huge hit. Because if I had, and of course you want your thing to be a huge hit, like right off the bat, but you, you can't let yourself get discouraged too much to a point where you quit. So when they say consistency is key, they really mean it because you have to just keep going and keep going. And even if you have to change things a little bit, you know, just turn one degree or two degree. I think I had four orders the first time that I opened the donut shack and I had like 17 last week which and then I had five people walk in that didn't even pre-order that were like oh we saw you on Instagram came by and checked it out it's like mind-blowing 
what if I had been a few weeks ago, oh, I only have five orders, oh, I only have eight orders, this isn't really working, I'm not making a lot of money, screw it, I'll go find something else. No, you have to keep trying and keep going. So consistency is a big thing to go along with that 20 seconds of courage. And then, you know that feeling that you get of like kind of terror and excitement and it kind of makes you feel like you might want to throw up? Mm-hmm. That's when you know you're on the right path. Yes. <laughs> That's I, when you know that you're ready for something. All the feels. I like to call it all the feels because your body does things that you're like, what is going on? Am I sick? but you're just really anxious and why am I sweating? And yeah, you're just like all, yeah, it's all the feels. You're like, oh, this shit just happened. It just got real. Yep. What? And you're like, give me a sign. What do I do next? I don't want to screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's That's terrifying. Awesome. That's awesome. So where can we find you? Because I'm sure that people who are listening want to know, okay, they've been talking about donuts. They're probably hungry by now. How can people find you? Where are you on social media? What's your website? And we'll put it all in the show notes. So I'll make sure that it's all in there. So on Instagram, I'm at the donut shack, but there's a dot in between each of the words. So it's the dot donut dot shack. And my website is the vegan donut shack.com. Well, this was amazing, Nicole. I'm so glad we finally got the chance to connect and for people to hear your story and the journey that you've had. I'm so excited for you and I can't wait to see where you go and I can't wait to try more donuts. I'm definitely going to need some pumpkin cheesecake soon. Um, <laughs> I'm all about the pumpkin, but I, I wish you all the best of luck and hopefully maybe I can come to Rhode Island and, and actually eat one in, in person. So. Yes, that would be so great. Thank, thank you, you so much. much for having me. This oh, has been thank so you. Fun. It's been a pleasure for me. <laughs> you have an awesome day. Thanks for being here. You too. Thanks. Hey, Chit Chatter, before you go, if you love this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. I read every single one of them. It would mean the world to me. And if you love some free coaching, go ahead, like, subscribe, and in the review, leave us a comment go ahead and screenshot it and then post it on over on Instagram stories and tag me at Jose Miguel Longo. Thank you so much for listening. All my love. And I can't wait for you to listen to the next episode.